For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Reverend Romeo Siao Mensa of the Macarius Church at Jeringano. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. bless you and thank you for the privilege to come before you. We are gathered here with expectation. How many are here with expectation? If you are expecting anything from God, you are receiving it right now. Anything you are believing God for as you are worshiping God because Bible says he inhabits in the praise of his people. When you worship and praise him, he descends down and he brings to you what you need. Receive whatever you are here for. Receive it from your God. From the abundance of his riches, receive it. There is nothing that he cannot supply to you. Receive it and let your expectations be met. Father, we thank and bless you for this morning. The privilege to come before you to hear your word. Holy Spirit, you have been with us from the beginning when the prayer started. Even when the arrangement was going on, you were here. And you have been here throughout our worship, our praises, our songs, our ministrations, and it's time for your word to be spoken. Like rain that cometh from heaven and watereth the ground and causes the ground to bring forth something great and new. Let your word hit the hearts of your people and stir something out of their spirits and let new things begin to appear. For you are the one who made us and you are here to do more for us. Even as we hear your word, let the sick be healed. Let the weak be strengthened. Let the blind see. Let the deaf hear. Let the trouble, O Lord, be lifted free from every oppression. Every hand of Satan on the life of anyone, Lord, we cut it off. We release the battle axe of God to fight our enemies for you. Everyone who stands against you for your prosperity and for your progress, may the battle axe of God be released and cut off the neck of that enemy. For you are a child of God, a child of destiny, a child of blessings. May the Lord be with us. Even now the Holy Spirit speak to us that we will not live here the same. But be blessed for coming in Jesus' name. And all the saints can say amen for that. Please be seated and welcome. Somebody with you and say welcome to church. Hallelujah. I was a Kotoko player be here. Is he here? Are you the one? He's gone. Oh. 
I'm sorry, I wanted to pray for him, but he's gone. Can he come? Can he, is there anybody can reach him to come? For me to pray for him before? Because I know they have match today. Kotoko and has. And I was going to anoint his feet so that he can score the winning goal. So tell the guy that. What is the guy? Is he here? He came to give an offering and he deserved to be touched before he goes. Victory is of the Lord. Amen. I know how football supporters are here. Don't worry. This one is the anointing that is going to work. Maybe the house supporters who are asking her to, to leave. Because they were afraid I want to pray for him. It, it, but I believe that it, it, so he came with a good heart. Even as where the worship and praise were going on. There were uh, tens of footballers down there. More than 25 people. But he came alone. That's why I noticed him as a special person. He sent the spirit of God. So he came here and gave an offering. You know, Father, bless our brother. He recognizes you. And he had come this morning to give an offering in your house. Like the widow who gave a mite. And you recognize him. Hey, recognize that brother. And let your spirit rest upon him. May he be selected among the team. And Lord, give him the grace to win the winning match. For he has recognized you. May you also recognize him even on the field. And give him favor. In Jesus' name. Amen. Powerful. You know, some, any little thing you do for God, uh, God is... God appreciates things, little, little things. That's why it's not a big thing you do for God, but small. That's why we say when you pay your little tithe, it may be little. But it's that little one that God will use to turn things around for you. Hallelujah. So don't despise little things when it comes to God. Even coming to church alone, Sunday. You know, our sister was saying that, you see, as I stood here and said that, let's buy a phone for her. I didn't know that that is her major, her major problem. You see, who would be our problem? But, or no, the Juma in the Sika Obenya is linked to his uh, mobile phone. And no one phone be. And he said, Well, ma, sorry. I'm a young couple. I'm going to identify no one. Because when I did that, I didn't know why I did that. It was uh, the Holy Spirit who led me to do it. Because there are thousands of people who don't have mobile phone. But as long as you are in this church, so we are sorry, smartphone there. Before this year, we'll get to the middle of the by June, everybody must have a. Oh, that, that's you. God bless you, brother. Come. 
God bless you. Please give me oil. Can you kneel down? Touch the, the altar. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for our brother Frempong. He's a footballer. His colleagues are there in the hotel room just eating and drinking without recognizing your presence here. But he felt that there is a God of heaven here. And he had recognized you by coming to fellowship with us. And beside, he has given an offering to thank you even before the game starts. Oh Lord, remember him. And as I lift up this oil, Lord, I pour upon him as Samuel poured an oil upon David. From today, he's reigning as a great king. A king, a king of ghosts. May he become a king of ghosts. 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 That will take him all over the world. The world shall hear him. He has recognized you. And David recognized you at his youthful age. Remember him and recognize him. Let the crown of glory be upon him. The seed of Tangana cities he planted, a time is coming. He will come back with $10,000 back to this church because you are the one that will make him. I declare victory for him. Be blessed from today. The, may the spirit of the Lord rest upon you. May the power of the Messiah come upon you. For you have recognized God. May the Lord recognize you and lift you higher. Anoint you and let the spirit the Bible says, and the spirit of the Lord came upon you from that day forward. From today that your feet shall be directed by the spirit of God. More ghosts, more ghosts than ever before in the history of Ghana. There hasn't been any scholar of grace than you. For the Lord has acknowledged you. Be blessed for Paul. We shall hear your name. And you shall come back with testimonies. From Paul. From Paul. From Paul. Thank you. In Jesus. God bless you, brother. Let me anoint your feet. Father, let the feet be anointed. Let his feet be anointed. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, clap for the Lord. Clap for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you happy? Yes. Do you believe God? Yes. Uh, that is our faith. So I want everybody, don't take God for granted. Sometimes we call baby so man cross another day because mas baby and I me wanna sorry mas sorry mas sorry niho what sorry who are sorry what you are sorry God is the same everywhere you just recognize him say baby and me is there any church around he say yes you just go there and go and play your role send your car what sorry ya about to offering you just go there and pay offering because God is everywhere. Do you understand? That is what, you see, I'm a spiritual person. That's why I could identify his heart. I'm not just, because, I'm not praying for him because he's a Kotoko footballer. No. Praying because of the heart he had. To think that, you see, like I'm saying, Ninkrofomuti, but he recognized that there is a, 
he can hear a voice of song of praises up there. And she, he, he came out to come and honor God. Yeah. He came to honor God. And that's how God touched my heart. I know. Pray for him. He has, he has, has appreciated my presence here. That's how people get blessed. Though. You may not understand why people get blessed. Yeah. Eh, one day, why you know, what uh, number Barcelona and you watch, me and me, me and you, we are here in Ghana. We shall see what how this boy is going to become as a star in Ghana. Because I believe that anointing has changed his life. Oh, yes. Amen. You know, one day, there was this mentor story. No mentor. I don't know, the first mentor or the second mentor. The second one. There was a certain guy called Prince. You remember him? Yeah. He was there and then they sacked him. So when they sacked him, the following Sunday, he came to my church. He came with a friend. A friend of mine, a friend in the church just invited to come to church. And then when he came, somewhere, somewhere, I don't know, I called him to pray for him that he will be called back and he will win. Yeah. Somebody who has been sacked too, from the mentor. No, no, mentor, when you sack, you won't come back. Eviction. Yeah, they call it eviction. <laughs> and, and I told him that, look, as you have come to church to recognize God, he was not even a, my branch church member. Somebody, that's a friend that brought him. And he introduced himself, oh, that's his friend. So he said, oh, you have come to church. You have recognized God. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a servant of God. I have to bless you. You know, the duty of a man of God is to change your story. An agent of change for your life. That's the purpose of a man of God. If you're a man of God, you can't change people's lives. Then you are not a man of God. Do you understand? So, as you are here, remember, know that God has sent for your change. Elisha told the woman who was crying, he said, that, what can I do for you? It's my duty to do something for you. So I called him, I prayed for him, and I said, you will be called back, and you are going to win. Wow. Under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Not me, the Holy Spirit. Because when you stand and talk, it's not about the person. I'm not a person. I don't have anything. But I have a spirit of God that speaks through me. You see, see, as I called this lady, it was not me, it was the spirit of God who was addressing her needs. And uh, truly he was called back and truly he won. Yes. It is your time to receive your miracle through this agenda that has been sent to your life. You are going to experience many good things in life. Not because your father, not because of your mother or because of your education, but because of the encounter with the anointed that God has sent onto your life. That's the Bible said that as many as receive him to them he gave power to become. You are going to be giving power to become something special. Say amen for that. Powerful. Turn your Bible with me today. It's a very fast and short. I want to try and conclude the, you know, the month of February, I've tried to engage all of you on the the, 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 the title, what do you call it? Masters of Frugality. The Holy Spirit told me not to rush the book, but to teach you because there are a lot of things in the book that you are still not understood. Amen. So, 
today I'm going to, we are going to learn the reason why rich people don't normally respect poor people. Say amen. Do you want to know why? Yeah, you have to know why because you, sometimes you may think that rich people, they like poor people. They don't like them. You need to come to the realization that rich people don't like poor people. And if you're a poor person, try to make yourself that you are blessed. You seek for blessing that you don't depend upon a rich man to support you. You need to learn it and start working towards your own blessings. If you think your brother in London is thinking about you, then you are a liar. You don't know what life is about. <laughs> your uncle in America is thinking about you. You are a joker. You better start your life. God is, Bible says, God is a God of all. Amen. That's why we are teaching you all these things. Take your time and learn it. The messages are all on podcast. The books are there to read. It's for your good. Okay? The one who wrote the book, Bishop, that he's already lived those words that he has written and he has prospered beyond wildest imagination of his life. Me, who's reading to you? Me too, by the grace of God, I have my little portion of blessings. Do you understand? So now it is your duty to learn and to know and practice it. So that you too will be transformed. Me, I was born in a village. If you don't know, let me tell you. If, me, I was not born here in Accra. Me, a village. We were six, six folk. Let me name Accra. Six folk in 1985. I finished six folk in 85. Some of you were not born, I know. But God has blessed you that you can now have fellowship with me. Some of you could. Many of you can be my children. Many of you can be my children. About 90% of you can be mine. 95% of all of you can be my children. If I was a spoiled boy earlier, but this is my background pending question. Hallelujah. Take me to Genesis chapter 41. Genesis chapter 41. Hallelujah. Are you there? It's a story that we all know from your friend is saying. Uh, Bible says that and it came to pass at the end of two full years that Pharaoh dreamed and behold he stood by the river. And behold, there came out, out of the river seven well-favored kind and fat-fleshed and they fed in the middle. Hallelujah. They came out what? Fat-fleshed. Their flesh was full of fat. And now move home. Eh? Well favored. Some of them when we were growing up, we were not, we were, our bodies was not well favored. Because 
my the generation who have come today, 18 years, we know as 35, Hallelujah. But you are going to eat good things in the, your life from today. And behold, and what is that? Seven other kind came up after the, them out of the river, ill favored and lean fleshed, and stood by the other kind upon the brink of the river. And the ill favored and the lean flesh did eat up. And the land word, they ate up. The lean favored one, the lean one. Bible says, Are you here? They did eat up the seven well favored and the fat kind. So Pharaoh awoke. How much you no, some, some people, when they eat, you can see so that their stomach is so small as if they haven't done anything. Especially the slim, slim boys in the house. Hey. Almost a stomach and a wa, a wa, a mua. Hallelujah. Look, we are reading the Bible. We tell everybody we are in church. So we are reading the Bible. Amen. Pharaoh, see what? When Pharaoh saw the thing, he was expecting the lean one to change. But he was surprised that they have still remained in there. So he was shocked. I Watch. And he slept and dreamed the second time. And behold, seven years of corn came up upon the stalk, rank and good. And behold, seven other years and blasted with the east wind sprang up after them. And the seven lean ears devoured. And the land they were devoured. The other one was what? They ate up. This one is devour. It's the same. It's only changing the English writings just to make it look nice. But it's still talking about the same story. Either you eat up or you devour. Are you understanding that? That is how the Bible said the one you pay that God will rebuke them because something can eat up what you have built. Are you there? So they devoured, and uh, once again, Pharaoh woke up and behold, another dream. Now listen to it because I know many of you know the story by a story. But now God is going to teach us with a different understanding of the story. So open your spirit. We are not in Sunday school. You understand? The story you know is Sunday school knowledge. When you go to university, you start teaching one plus one is equal to two. I say, ah, but I say, well, you're in the class one. No. There's a difference between university one plus one because So you don't take it like demand supply, demand flow from this and that. Why 
the man sub, uh, in a line the slope from left to right. Uh -huh. So that is where we are. We are now in the university of spiritual knowledge. The one you know is the story. So listen to the story and then we take you to there. Say, I will take you there. Say, I am ready to go there. Hallelujah. So Bible says, and it came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled. And he sent and called for all the magicians of Egypt and all the wise men thereof. And Pharaoh told them the dream, but there was none that could interpret them unto Pharaoh. Now listen, this story brings a very, very important revelation to us. That there are things that you can never learn it and know it by the world, wisdom of the world. The, you will never learn it in school. You can go and become a professor. That, that certain kind of knowledge, you will never know it. So see, Pharaoh thought that he could use the educated people around him. The professors. To help him understand the spiritual revelation that he has caught. And so when he called the, 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 the Pharisees, the, what do you call it? The magicians and the professors and the doctors. and the, the Bible said none of them could explain to him. None could explain. Because so, something that is of spiritual, we don't use physical eyes to see. That is why the world people don't know the God we serve. So they think we are wasting our time by serving God. But we are, we receive Paul said that we are custodians of uh, mysteries of the kingdom. Mysteries. Jesus Christ was speaking to the, after the parable. He said that unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. There is a difference between the story as it is told. The mysteries behind the story. So, when he tried, he couldn't get it. What? Now watch. Watch carefully. Watch carefully. So, Bible said that, and none of them could interpret it into Pharaoh. Pharaoh is the king. Pharaoh is the world system. And he has received a carnal person and received spiritual revelation. He was confused. He didn't know how to handle it. But he wanted answer for it. So, watch. How did he get the answer? Then spake the chief butler unto Pharaoh saying, I do remember my father day, this day. Pharaoh was rough or angry with thy servant and put me in the ward in the captain of the guard's house. Both me and the chief butler. Okay? And we dream a dream in one night and I and he and we, we dream each man according to the interpretation of his dream. And there was there with us a young man, an Hebrew, a servant to the captain of the guard. And we told him, and he interpreted to us our dreams. To each, according to his dream, did he interpret. Now watch this. Listen carefully. When Pharaoh, the king at that time, was looking for answer for a spiritual solution, he didn't find it from anybody. But the Bible said, there was, the, the, the people told that there, there is a, a Jew. There is a Hebrew boy. A Hebrew boy. A Hebrew boy. A Hebrew boy. A man who come from the tribe of Judah. 
You, you come from uh, uh, the, 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 the descendant of Jacob. Jacob is the son of Isaac. Isaac is the son of Abraham. There was something on that Jew which enabled him to explain things beyond what physical or education can give you. I want you to know that we are the, the Hebrews. Pastors are the Hebrews. Christians are the Hebrews who carry the spirit of God, who carry the presence of God, who carry the anointing of God. So matters that you cannot get it on the physical or earthly realms, when you appear before the church, when you come to church, when you start seeking for a Hebrew, suddenly you realize that the problem that you were looking out there, the answer is in the house of God. The answer is in the house of God. Go back to chapter 39. Start from chapter 39, verse 1. Watch it. Chapter 39, verse 1. Quickly, quickly. Who is with me? Now there was a certain... Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Please, please. I have a very short time to preach. Now watch it. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt. He was brought... Now, he was up in glory, up in higher things. In Jerusalem, everybody is high there. When you leave Jerusalem, you descend down to the world system where nothing good better can be. But as long as you come from Jerusalem, you are always on the top. I declare unto you that you are one of the top people in your world. So, see, when he was brought, he was brought down. They brought his physical body down, but his spiritual identity was still with him. I'm preaching. Let me tell you, as a child of God, it doesn't matter where people will buy you and put you. You will still be carrying your identity. And watch it. Bible said that he was brought down to Egypt and Potiphar, the officer of Pharaoh, captain of the Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down later. Now verse 2. I love it. Watch it. And the Lord was with Joseph. And he was prosperous, a man, and he was in the house of his master. Listen, as a destiny, your destiny as a child of God, you, are, you carry prosperity with you everywhere you are. The next verse, watch it. Verse 3. Oh, do you love to read in the Bible? What? And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper. In his hand. That is your story I'm here to declare unto you. That everything about you is full of blessings. Are you here? Now here is a man who God the Lord was with him. And now physically the brothers couldn't know that this person is a blessing to us. So the Bible said they sold him to Ishmaelites. Sometimes when people come into your life and you don't recognize the anointing of all their lives. You easily can reject them and throw them away. But if somebody who is quick and spiritual eyes can see that this person is a special person, I want to receive him. When you receive that person, what was it? and uh, uh, Potiphar saw that the Lord was with him and that everything he did prospered. From today, uh, the Lord, I want to know the Lord is with you. Anything that you do shall prosper. That's why don't be afraid to work for anybody. 
Because it's not about the person. It's about the God who is with you. I say it's the God who is with you. Because you are a special child of this house. The, the presence of God will be with you. People can sell you because they don't know your value. Young men, ladies can reject you because they don't know your value. But somebody will marry you. Will write a they will see that. Hey, send now a brand Now we are and reject him. That is how sometimes people's destiny. Are there. I declare unto you that you are like Joseph. You are a child of destiny. The hand of God is upon you. You are a special chairperson. And therefore, anything about you is so called prosperous, blessings, honor, glory. From today, anything, anywhere you find yourself, may the people you are even working for see, they will see. That was the only day you saw that God was with you and everything he did prospered. You can go and read it further. But let's go to the story. 41 back. We're in verse 5 or so. Verse, verse, uh, th- th- and it came to pass that interpre- beyond verse, 12, verse 12. And there was with us a young man, an Hebrew. This is the line I want you to underline. An Hebrew. An Hebrew. So the story starts from 39, where it came to 41. It's the 39 that Potiphar's wife forced her. He wanted to sleep with him. And then he rejected and he ended up in prison. So the guys he met in prison is telling the story of how they met this Hebrew guy. Anybody who meets you must say that I am blessed for meeting you. Say amen. And so the story continues. There is a Hebrew boy. And that Hebrew boy was carrying the spirit of God. The presence of God. The anointing of God. He was carrying solutions to the whole world's problems. And Pharaoh, who was even the king, and his magicians, they didn't have the knowledge, the anointing, that this young boy was carrying. You'll be that Joseph in your generation. In your family, you shall be called the Joseph of your family. You'll be marked from the rest. Do you believe it? Yes. And so I want you to understand my point because the man is carrying some spirit of God on. But he was just walking as normal human being, even as a servant cleaning toilets and washing plates. Right. Right. So when Pharaoh was looking for somebody to explain, explain this interpretation of this dream, this boy said, Look, there's that guy there. He says, he's in prison with the anointing. Some of you are hiding your identity. The Lord is as intentionally keeping you and preparing you. Very soon, you, you, they shall hear of you and you shall be recommended to a higher level. Receive that grace. Okay, so then come at this young, anointed, humble boy. Okay? Quickly, and then what happened? They told him, and interpreted the next verse. And it came to pass that his, he interpreted to us the next verse. 14. 14. We are going very, very down. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. May people, kings be searching for you. When there's a problem in the world, may they call you. And they brought him hastily out of the dungeon. And he shaved himself. Changed his raiment. And came unto Pharaoh. From prison. 
I see the next place we hear of you that you are in the king's palace. And you, you are not just going there. You are going with anointing of the Lord upon your life. That is what takes you from the prison to the king's palace. What did you go and do in the king's palace? The next verse. Quickly. And Pharaoh said unto Jesus, I have a dream. And there is none that can interpret it. And I have heard say of thee. Oh, I pray that this anointing shall come upon somebody. I see five people receiving the anointing. People, and somebody say, I've heard of you. But you see, you are known not by your dressing. Oh, and uh, your painting of face. Oh, you are known by the anointing of the Lord upon your life. That is why if you are a Christian, you look for anointing. You look for the hand of God to be on you. Many of you, you waste your time for nothing. Instead of spending that time in the presence of God, that the hand of God will be upon you. That is what you will be recommended. The hand of God was upon him. He said, Pharaoh said, I have heard of you. Matthew, 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 Hallelujah. See, God uses people who are willing to work, not lazy people. Hmm. I have and I said, I have heard I have said of thee that thou can understand a dream and interpret it. Not just understand it, but you can interpret dreams. Are you there? Time on And Joseph answered Pharaoh saying, it is not in me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. From today, may anybody who asks of a problem say, you just go and say, look, I'm not the one. There is a God in me who is going to help you to solve that problem. That is why as a pastor, there is no difficulty that I cannot handle. Once, if, if only you can bring it. Because it's not about me. It's about the God in me who can do it for you. Hallelujah. Listen, I cannot give you more testimony of time. You know, where are we? Verse number 16, 17. Then Pharaoh said unto Joseph, Behold, I stood by. So he told the story. You understand the story? And then, listen to verse 25. And Joseph said unto Pharaoh, the dream of Pharaoh is one. God had shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Now listen. How can a great God, a spiritual God, reveal something to a carnal, ungodly person like Pharaoh? Why should God do that? God is a mysterious God. Joseph said unto Pharaoh, the dream of Pharaoh is what God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. 
And remember that I told you when we were reading the Kadesh Barnea, that when you hear Pharaoh or Egypt, it represents the world system. So Joseph was trying to tell Joseph, there is something God is about to do in this world. Or God does in this world. But you need spiritual eye to understand to live in it. If you don't have spiritual understanding of what God is about to do in the world, you will live as a poor person forever. You will be under curse forever. So God is about to do something in the world. And you are the head of the world. And so, and, and that is why, because you are a carnal person, you can never understand it. You cannot understand it. Because God has used it to lift up his anointed one. To bring him to solve the problem. So that when he speaks, he will take over the position instead of the king being the king. Right? The anointed one will take over the positions of the world and begin to rule the world by the wisdom of God. So if you live in this world without the wisdom of God, the system of this world will make you poor and ordinary forever. The system of this world. So the church is the place where the wisdom of God is revealed. And it is there we speak to the world. So as I watch, anybody who is anointed is also prosperous. Why? Because the revelation of how to solve the problems of this world is not cannot be handled by the politicians. By a spiritual person. Carries two double person. He carries the things of God and he carries the things of the world. So he does things. We look at our father bishop that Bampon land has been there for years since God created it. Nobody knew how to use the land for. Then comes an anointed person with the wisdom from heaven and understanding of the things of this world. Even though he is not the ruler of this world, he carries the wisdom of God that will make him control the affairs of the ruler. That him for of Mamampo and the, all those people, he bought the land from there. They didn't know how to use the land for today. Go and see an internet. And your story is changing because you will be carrying the wisdom above. From above. And Joseph said to Pharaoh. <laughs> The man you have met is a Hebrew boy. He carries the spirit of God. The spirit of God is in me to explain to you. Let me tell you. Those of you who live your life by the world system, you won't can't go far. The Bible says the earth is, the world is passing and it's everything. But those who abide in the Lord, they rule forever. Yes. I don't know whether you understand my preaching. God is about, oh God, that's, that time it was introduced, but that, I want to know that principle. I'm preaching about frugality, but I'm intentionally taking you to where the, the mysteries of frugality manifested there. Say amen. Say so God is doing something on earth, but it takes spirituality to understand the things of the world. So, what was it? God was showing Pharaoh what he's about to do. What happened? Then, what is the seven good, listen, I said the seven good, the seven kind are seven, the seven good kinds are seven years and the seven good years are seven years. So, all oh, the, the thing is seven, seven. Okay? The next one, 27, quickly. And the seventh thing and the seventh favored one came 
after them are also seven empty years. Okay? Shall be seven years of famine. The first seven big ones, you must remember, a spiritual person is speaking to a carnal man. For seven years. And then the seven lean one, I also say that poverty, oh, so after the scanner, oh, so for another seven years. Pharaoh, Joseph, and Hebrew, Pharaoh, boy, a spiritual person, was now explaining the dream to the carnal person what God is about to do. <laughs> he said, seven years of the abundance is coming. And after that, seven years of famine. Okay? Move on. Quickly, 28. This is the thing which I have spoken unto Pharaoh. What God is about to do, he has shown it to Pharaoh. The next verse. Behold, there come seven years of great plenty. Great plenty. Throughout the land, there will be abundance in Egypt. The next verse. And there shall arise after the seven years of famine. And watch this land. And all the plenty shall be forgotten in the land of Egypt. And the famine shall Consume the land. Nyango ponyansa, nyango ponyadu, nyango ponyadi ya oye di wiasi. Ube nyesika adotu adosu. Now after seven years of abundance, there shall also come seven years of need. Enunti, a beba in such a way say, all your seven years of abundance, you it will be forgotten. Sika krasi bi kranto unse muda. It's going to get to a point where you never, you never thought that you have held even 100 Ghana City before. Because of the kind of the wind that is going to blow after seven years of your abundance. Oh. The next verse, 31. And the plenty shall not be known in the land by reason of the famine following. Following. For it shall be very grievous. So he said that because all this it is because the thing is established by God. It's established by God. That principle is established. And then now go continue. God is about to bring something. Say it's established. Now, therefore, let Pharaoh look out a man discreet and wise and set him over the land of Egypt. Okay? Do you know that we are reading about how to be a wise as serpent? And we are talking about frugality. He said that let him set a man who is wise and set 
in, on, 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 in charge. Now, huh? And let Pharaoh do this. Can you imagine that a small Hebrew boy from the prison is now teaching the king and advising the king what to do? I want you to understand that spiritual men are different from physical men. Bible said the hands from no we no man after the flesh. Many of you see you, 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 you respect political leaders more than pastors. But the political leader can never help you if you are dependent upon them. Their level of knowledge is so low, I can tell you. Low. Very low. Little, little things, they cannot handle it. But go to any of these churches, even our denomination headquarters, go and see Macaros. How things are orderly, organized. We are living in a country where everywhere is. Everywhere, kills. Everywhere, toilet. Everywhere, this. Everywhere. This. No organ- As if there's no minister of state in, in the community. As if there's no DC. As if there's no MP. As if there's no. Uh, see, because you simple thing they cannot handle. But a spiritual person, you will pray with the wisdom. So, Joseph, can you imagine? Have you thought about it? Joseph. He was a, because he was a Hebrew. He carried the spirit of God in his chest. He could understand things that Pharaoh couldn't understand. So he's not teaching Pharaoh what to do. Because they said, And today now he said, let Pharaoh do the let him appoint officers over the land and take the fifth part of the land of Egypt in seven plenteous years. This is where the frugality is coming from. That when you have abundance, keep one fifth into your savings. Don't spend all your money. Because there will be a years of abundance of salaries. There's a years of employment. But it is possible that after seven years you can lose your job. And you can live for seven years without a job. So how do you live if you lose your job today? So the wisdom that God was bringing to this world is that these principles apply everywhere. It is established by God. And so for those who are wise and those who are spiritual, as you have abundance, you keep some and save. So that in the year when famine comes, because of your savings, you can overcome the challenges of the day. Investments. Do investment. Don't eat all your income. Because not all the time that you'll be employed, whether you like it or not, you, there will be a, some years of employment, but there can be another years of lean season. There were people who were in banks. Banks. They were collecting 35,000 cities a month. They didn't know that just within in 2017 or 2018, all the company that they have lived from can collapse one day. See, a spiritual person understand these things. But see, a carnal-minded person said, oh, company, where they are going to meet them, I plan my, who do I plan to brother with that company? God is telling you that the principle that serving abundance of years will be followed by seven years of famine is a principle of the world. So be frugal in the years of your abundance and save one fifth 
save it. So for seven years, listen, if you start working from university or after, don't rush out to be buying things to show that you are now working. Learn to save money. Learn to keep parts of your income. Many of you don't know, don't know what is called savings. Yeah, now why do you say that? This is kind of doors or something. No, saving is a habit. It's not how much you have. It's a habit. If you don't do it, you, nobody can help you. Because you need to understand that. See, that's how Pharaoh, Joseph was explaining that this is a spiritual revelation that you have been fortunate for God to even show it to you. And you see, you are only lucky that I am a Jew who understands this and I'm teaching you. Some of you, you are happy that you came to church that I'm teaching you. Because nobody will teach you this wisdom. Nobody. No, no, no. Nobody. It is only in church where a Hebrew boy, an anointed person, can stand with the Spirit of God and explain this wisdom unto you so that your life will see increase in prosperity. Hallelujah. So, Joseph explained this principle that this is a principle that the God has set in this world. And you are lucky that God has shown you. That was your country would have been devoured. You know the words he used? Devoured, eaten up. Whether you like see, can just vanish. one disease. You see that you were fat and strong and handsome. But because you followed stupidity and your feelings, you see that the next four years, five years of your life, you will be reduced to nothing. That's why the, 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 the this thing my wife did with the dancing, the, the, what do you call it? What's it? My yes, open. When the other wind blew, he realized that everything that he has gathered finished. And many people don't live their life by savings. From today, may the spirit of frugality help you. That in the years of your abundance, you will learn how to keep some. And the Bible says, for seven years, that, that your savings might be many years, not only one month or so. Uh, one month, obviously, uh, on that treasury bills, they say, how much? Uh, 15%. And the 15%, because you are looking at only one year, two years. <laughs> but after 10 years, you'll be shocked how the little you started would have turned up to. You are receiving the wisdom of God. Get land. Today, the land somewhere is very cheap. Buy one. And in the next ten, five, seven years' time, you'll be shocked how much the value of the land. A prudent person. A wise person. Hallelujah. Are you there? Go home. Are you catching the revelation? So, in, just briefly, 
That's briefly. Watch it. If you look at the message that Bishop preached, you see, I, I took it from there because many of you, the point he said, you don't understand the story. You know, why rich people do not feel sorry for the poor people? Number one, rich people don't feel sorry for poor people because poor, they live their lives on why rich people put up their lights. Hey, because every little savings is worth it. You are wasting energy. Number two, rich people do not feel sorry for because poor people are usually not concerned about improving their low income. You need to learn how to improve on the, what you have today. How do you improve it? Many of us, we don't improve in anything we, we do. That's why we keep on getting. See, if you are paid 1,000 cities today and you don't improve your life, the next five years time, 1,000 cities will be worth less than 500 Ghana cities today. So you need to improve yourself so that your salary too can be improved in the years ahead. Why do I say that? Because see, even church, prayer warriors, all that they know is who don't, who don't improve on their, prayer, their spiritual development. When you say, let's pray now, no scripture. Or yes, I did we are for the last five years. The same way is the way the person prays. No improvement. No improvement. You can see people that there's no improvement on people's life. You can see that they don't prosper. Worship leaders. Oh, one to me, no idea. Someone, or two, no, five years ago, woman, woman, microphone, the song about one, oh, one to me, no idea. Someone, so I see there are no new songs in the system, no improvement, no improvement. That is why you see that some people are there leading worship or praise. One song, there is no improvement in that person's life. Pastors, we don't, there's no improvement. The same message stories we know yesteryears that we used to preach is what you are still preaching. By watch anointed people. Every time you hear him preaching, even about the same topic, it comes from different revelation. It's a sign of improvement. I declare from you that from today, you are joining the class of the rich. Not only manual. Riches is not only about money. Riches is about improvement of your life. Improvement. Tell your neighbor improvement. Improve yourself. Hallelujah. Improve your Bible reading knowledge. Peter was saying that very soon I'm going to die, but there's only one thing I recommend to you. Grow in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Second Peter chapter 3 verse 18. So that is the only thing. I've walked with this man for many, but the only thing I recommend to you is that very soon I'm going to die. God has shown me that I'm going to die, but what I can recommend to you is that Grow in the knowledge. Don't just be since you joined this church. Since I don't, I said, send your joints up five years, you are still the same. No improvement. How can you prosper? How can you prosper when you don't improve? You can't you can quote five, five scriptures, ten scriptures, twenty scriptures out of your heart. At a go. How do you improve your life? How do you prosper? My beloved, be not three eighteen. I didn't say three eight, please. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. 318. 318. Quickly, quickly. We are closing. Peter. 
You can start from verse 16. 16. He's saying that. 16. Watch. 16. Verse 16. The point is here, but for it on. Oh, and also, as all his epistles seeking verse 17. 17. You therefore, beloved, seeing you know these things, beware lest you also be led away with the error of the wicked one, fall from your own steadfastness. But this is my recommendation for you. Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Grow. Tell your neighbor, grow. Grow in scriptures. For instance, grow in the knowledge of God. You can, how can you be singing only one song? Yeah. Hey. Huh? Oh, one to me, no Grow. So, poor people don't have a habit of growing or improving. Some of you, you're both here, and power with that song. Send you to Tom Panesabi years ago, the same and Panesis. Even your own bed, you haven't improved upon the, thing, the old bed, none out of that song. Say amen. amen. At least improve upon your bed sheets. <laughs> it's a sign that at least you are growing small in prosperity. Oh, curtains, how they say all five years ago, up to now, uh, the same curtains. No improvement. Your TV, no improvement. Say amen. amen. Number three, poor people, rich people are not sorry for poor people because Poor people chase after vanities. They chase after vanities, fantasies. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 19. Proverbs 28, 19. Proverbs 28, 19. It says what? Quickly. He that tilleth his land shall have plenty of bread. Many of us, you know why we are poor? We are poor because we are lazy. We don't like to work. He that worketh tillers his ground, his land. What you be fear? A fear with him as I said, Jahuasha. As I said, Nipani Yambesi, you. But so who power bed we are even a bro, I will fear you. I will be tidy, and you Even the house that the land around you. You will not till the land and plant some coconut, coconut, cocoa yam, or some plantain. I work for my six mother. Look, my, I live my life by, by, by onion. I pay my school fees by onion. I planted onion to pay my school fees to finish university, to become a chartered accountant. Onion. You won't plant. Your land is there. You won't plant. You won't till the land. Obi got till any day and then only one banana the general house. Would you try in any Kwaku University? No. But the Bible said that they won't. But he that follows after vain persons shall have poverty. We need that our brother or you will say of a four car brochure into your job. Internal and external. Oh, expect sir. Uh, one could be what you say or Baba Falco in the own edge. Now, to one a yan a yaw internal boga from today. Baba said, Don't follow vain persons. Vain, don't but, 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 but vanity is vanity. Always, there's no always know that 
Nobody can help you except you and your God. If you don't look for your God and listen to the voice of God and do what God wants you to do, you will not prosper. Many of you are praying. That's why I'm taking my time because this is the beginning of your life. It is this knowledge. Don't follow vain people. Don't follow politicians. They are vain people. And now power. They are vain. President will come for four years. After four years, he's no more president. Don't use your life and time to follow politicians. They can never help you. Rather, use your time to serve God. As you keep coming to church, I'm your pastor. The Spirit of God will give you wisdom. It will give you knowledge. And through these teachings that I'm teaching you, you become a very rich person in Accra here. You become a rich person. So, don't waste your time following vain people, vain persons. Politicians especially. Footballers. Some of you spend all your time, know, you know every footballer in Manchester United. Young boy, what do you sharp? What do you mean? What it means to be an anointed? What is, what is anointed? How to live, become, become a prosperous? All these books you won't read, but you know, you, you, can, you know all the footballers. Your cousin, your friends at Barcelona, Messi, number four, number five, for what? How does it help you? Ask yourself, how do, does this knowledge help you in your advancing your life? Does it bring you money to eat? So why are you wasting your time? For what? For betting. If betting is the reason why you are looking for prosperity, then you are cursing yourself. It's vain. Super bet is vain. Soccer bet is vain. Don't waste your little money. That's why Bible said that. You'll be poor. Poverty. You shall have poverty enough. Enough. Not a small one. Because <laughs> you are following vain. I there was a, a traffic in a road he was going. And he, he met a taxi driver. And so the taxi driver turned the corner. So he said, oh, taxi driver, maybe they know shortcut. So let me follow the taxi driver. He followed the taxi driver. After about one hour, the taxi driver entered his house. He said, ah. So I followed a vain person. That's how some of your life is. You follow people uh, only for you to know that. And there was a certain lady in my church. follow politicians, and woman organizer. And say, Mommy, because they did the primaries, the guy won in the in their political party. Now can national. No, so see I win it with any in your boy, and twas Marinia. President and not promise a minister of states. Timina Oh, one of the election will lose support. 
up to now. Oh, sorry. Vain people. I'm speaking wisdom of God unto your life. Don't waste your time following politicians. They are vain people. I say they are what? Vain people. Now, if you, if, if you follow President Rollins, where is he now? Red card. There should be red card. He's gone. Is he not gone? Even President Rollins, who ruled the country for almost 20 years, he's gone. But Duncan Williams, Archbishop Duncan Williams, he's still alive. He's still anointed. Bishop Dark is still alive. President have come, president have gone, but the anointed one. That's how Bible says that. Don't follow vain people. Concentrate on the work of God, the gift of God in you. As you keep serving God from one president to another president, God will open the door of prosperity to your life. Say amen. Say amen. I'm, I'm moving you from the, the list of the poor into the list of the rich. Say amen. Rich people do not feel sorry for poor, poor people because many poor people do not use their seasons well. That is the season I explained to you by Pharaoh. Okay? There is a lean season. There is a poor season. Abundance. But whatever season God gives you, use it well. Sometimes you work with somebody. The person may not be that rich, but the person has influence. Take advantage of the person's influence and advance your life. You know, Nehemiah was a car bearer to a king. But when there was an issue in Jerusalem, he used his opportunity of serving a great to, con to get the favor to come and solve the problem in his house, in his country. So sometimes it may not be that the person will give you physical money, but because you, are, you have served the person well, the person likes you, he has given you honor, he gives you authority to do a lot of things. Take advantage and advance your life. Unfortunately, there are some people, when we, the things are committed to you, you abuse it. Yeah, the idea shown, sir. Remember, no one said, I didn't even have to. When your chance can crave some stone, when I say, I feel the stone was satisfied. You say, I'm going to say, I'm going to prove life. Suddenly, you are started stealing. Your customer got out the umbrella, no catch up. Customer and said, Fa, 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 zero bako shechina, ya ya na yache. Instead of being faithful to the one, your father didn't open the shop for you, your mother didn't open your shop. God has used someone to open the shop that sit on it and let the thing grow. Then you become, you deceive. Pharaoh, a friend said, Joseph, the king gave everything, put it back, everything in my house. You are in charge. He said, only my wife. Don't touch it. That is why when the wife was put in the center, look, I can't touch you. Because you are the only one that has they say I shouldn't touch. The wife was forcing even him to touch her. I said, no, 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 no. My mother, one said, ah, I your bonus, my son, your bonus, That is why you are poor. Because you abuse opportunities that is granted to you. No, as, as a pastor, I've had friends, church members, I've recommended to members of the church who are businessmen and businesswomen. Oh, yeah, Juma. Oh, yeah, Juma. Oh, yeah, Juma. No, Rieska. Church members. I only fellow, fellow church members in the same church. It's amazing. It's amazing. That's 
That's why you are poor. Because we can't commit things to your hands. He says, when you do that, next time, another businessman said that, oh, because you have to understand that rich people, they have rich friends. A businessman had another businessman who's a friend. You don't belong to that class. Why do you cheap play with the cheap Now, can say, Oh, we are in the On country, we say, Oh, you're crumb for. Do you walk up say, Look, this what's with life? So you get poor. You keep struggling in life because you were not faithful to the one who employed you. So nobody can recommend. So you are still under the curse of poverty instead of being a rich person. But today, God is speaking to you. You are changing from that. Say amen. Say amen. amen. Are you willing to change? Yes. Amen. amen. The next one, rich people do not feel sorry for the poor people because many poor people are lazy. We are talking about it. Laziness. Okay, Proverbs chapter 24, verse 31, 30 to 34. Number six, rich people don't have ceiling for poor people because poor people do not make, do certain things which doesn't make sense. See, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Why does it make sense? Because who can who want just dance be any confusion all over. Now, if you see poor people where number seven, eh, rich people do not represent because poor people seem to want bad leaders, bad leaders to perpetuate their disorganization and confusion. Bad leaders. Do you know that one of the signs of poor people is that they choose wrong people to lead them? And young for whom they choose the bonnet for whom they Yes. They had the pilot. Pilot. He said, Jesus Christ and Barnabas. Which one should I release for you? <laughs> he said, We want Barnabas. <laughs> there was a vote. Two presidential candidates. One. Jesus Christ and one arm robber, Barnabas. Ah, what the prison that they Ah, you're not free prison about the platform. Say, I'm going with me. No, why not move to a man? Oh, Monsieur Barnabas. Epe Barnabas. That's the spirit of poor people. They, they, do you know why they do that? Because they are envious of a successful person. Uh-huh. Because they were envy of Jesus Christ. Envious. And because of that, they said, say, way better so dear. Ni huwa hinti. Ni huwa hinti. That is a mindset of poor people. Ni huwa hinti. I'm talking to you. All of us have that spirit in you. Sometimes a somebody is a good person for you, but sometimes he will shout at you. He will correct you. He will rebuke you. And he said, the parliament does not rebuke you. And he will not be with him. Then he will not be on Frinko. Now, Kwasia, he will do so. On your own. And he said, What is Fimwa? What is Fimwa? What is Fimwa? What is Fimwa? That's what he said. Many of us, when we were voting, you voted for wrong people. People who could not, could not help you. But you voted for them. When I look at, if, if look, forgive me, maybe if, if I'm political, I'm not political. But in, look at the situation where they said there's a free SHS. Free. Many of you, the reason why you are sitting, you are poor is that you didn't go to secondary school. 
if you had had a privilege to go to secondary school, maybe your life would have changed a certain way. And then the government was coming and said, a free SHF for everybody. He said, no, we don't like it. Go. It started from 2012. We voted for him for 2012. Many of you are sitting there watching me. You voted against this policy 2012, 2016, 2020. You voted up to now. You still vote against. If you see simple principle, something that is going to be a help for you and your children, you return. And it's free. And what are you like? People who we put there. So the money is ours. So if there's no free SHS, that means that the money will go into somebody's private pocket. I say, yes, eat it. And let my children stay in the village. That's why we are poor. That's why we are poor. Forgive me. It's not politics. But I'm speaking, you, you are a child of God. Listen. That's what many of you, there are many ladies who are married by now because, but you see, your certain mind is the reason why you are not. So when the guy was coming to marry, he said, look at him and say, well, you're too short. What the here? At the end of the day, baby, I would baby, I would baby, I would baby, I would baby, Yes. So you choose wrong people. You choose wrong people. If you don't learn these things and you continue to make choices of wrong leaders, somebody to lead you, a husband is your leader, not your, your beauty contest compatriot. Are you here of God? Yes. Your husband is supposed to be your leader. To lead you from a certain level of poverty to another level of blessings. So look at, at the person with that eye. Can this person help me to improve my life? If he has the means to support, why not? But many of you, that's not the way you are looking for. But many of these ones, they have small here. Only few ones have that better version. Make a wrong choice of life. Anytime you are choosing something, ask if you are choosing a church to join the church, watch whether the pastor is a pastor whose teachings is adding value to your life. That's a church you join. Not the church that the pastor over there is a, is, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a he himself is full of demons. And not happen. At the time your great grandmother was going to that church, that anointing was different from the one who is preaching today. But we choose. The wrong choices we make in life is the reason why we keep making poor. That is why when white people see the way Africans we vote, they say, These people, they don't need our help. <laughs> they don't need our help because we were thinking that they would vote for this person, but they voted for this person. Do you know democracy is just a matter of numbers? So it is said that two fools are better than one wise. So the foolish man will gather more foolish people on his side and they vote and they are majority. And so the fools control the wise people. But today you are not joining the class of the foolish ones. You are joining the class of the, the wise ones. Say amen for that. Are you blessed by these teachings? I'm trying to close the service.
the Jerome, forgive me for two minutes. Eh? I started at 11 something, so I am with my one and a half. Okay, so the Bible said that, and God, Genesis chapter 4, verse, chapter 1, verse 4, and God divided light from darkness. Listen, you must learn how to divide or separate good from evil. If you mix everything together, you always make wrong thing, choice in life. Learn how to separate good from the bad. Because God saw darkness and light together. He said, no, 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 no. We can't, they can't stay together. They have to separate it. It took the wisdom of God to separate light from darkness. So if you don't have the mind to separate wrong from right, you will continue to be in poverty. Say amen for that. You know, sometimes your own siblings will hate you because you are trying to correct them. And they prefer the one who will not correct them than you who will correct them. They will choose. They like the one who, who doesn't talk about anything. And that is why the country is poor. Pass here and see, from here to Medina. I, my friends, uh, kiosk, table, tabletop, food, food, tabletop, this, tabletop, this, tabletop, this, a whole country. Even East Legon, a special area. You see a place where everything is mad. As if there's no leader in the system who said that no. Have you seen uh, Akramo? Akramo? A place who is supposed to be a mall is supposed to be for reserved for rich people. But go to Akramo that you are a false line. How would he buy, go inside and buy? He buy this one and go buy. Confusion all over. But there is no way in abroad where you see your satellite. There will be a ton. Even cast. There will be a ton cast. And there will be a ton. 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 You go to my wife's shop. If you run for sale. Spoiling the confusion of the place. It's a sign of poverty. I say it's a sign of what? Poor. It's poor people who think that way. They can't separate good. And that is why in your room, you can see that you are manifesting poverty because there's no separation between your good ones and the bad ones. One makes it united together. The whole house, you are changing from today. I say you are changing from today. When you go home, begin to put things in order. Put things in order. Your shoes must be where shoes rack is. Your socks must be in that in the in the water, uh, waist bin. When you shave, once you wear it, it must be washed. Don't wash it. Don't wear it and go and hang it and then wear your nose. You are breathing. Baby, and put my hand on our home and I want to source and so on. So can't you see that you are breathing sickness into your body? Confusion. That's why you are poor. Because instead of being heavy, and you are near Woody, and then chancing one room up to nice with them, and to send you know, and then in, in that room is where you are going to sleep. That's why you are poor. But today, God is changing you. How many are going home and arrange things? Arrange things, arrange things, arrange things. Am I preaching somebody over here? Am I teaching somebody over here something? Are you going to organize things? 
So immediately you see where there's disorganization. Say that these people, they are poor. I don't want to join that class. Are you here? See, that is the wisdom that God has given to us in this church. Our bishop. That's the way he has trained all of us. The more there's discipline, there is order, there's organization. We organize things. So when people, you see, when people are, things are well organized, you appear as if you are rich. But maybe next can you, but nyansa. Nyansa. How many are getting this wisdom? That from today, when we enter your house, when we enter your kitchen, sister, your kitchen, we shouldn't see food you ate three weeks ago. For the last three weeks, I'm talking to you, but don't do God. Look at it. Up to now. I don't know. It's a sign of poverty. I say it's a sign of what? Poverty. But today the Lord is giving you wisdom to prosper. To put things in the right perspective and organization. Say amen. amen. Clap for the Lord as we are closing. Wow. Is it powerful to read a book? Jerome, forgive me. I'm finishing. <laughs> oh, Japan. The point, the point is finished. Uh, so, if you live, listen, I'm reading the last comment. If you live in a disorganized and poor country, you will be amazed by the response you get. When you try to bring order into confusion, when you try to bring order, the people will hate you. Men will rise up to fight you. Others will hate you for your suggestions. You will be accused of unbearable things for trying to help. Trying to help. Most rich outsiders will will learn to leave the poor people to live in their filth and confusion. Say amen. Many poor countries have kiosks everywhere. Cars being sold everywhere. Market on the street everywhere. Selling Occupying roads everywhere. Small cars are parked on major roads. Gutters and drainage filled with plastic bags and filth. Rubbish dumps at every corner. And no one is apparently in charge of anything. This confusion and disorganization is perpetuated when poor people choose fatally deficient men to lead them. Indeed, good leaders are rarely chosen by poor masses. Say mercy, Lord. From today, you are moving out of the poor masses and joining the class of the wise. You be, you, 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 God is teaching you how to be frugal. You may not need to be rich to make your room or your, yourself nice. It's wisdom. You can have even one shirt, but you are always clean. Anywhere you go, people respect you by the way you comport yourself. Hallelujah. That's why we are teaching you all these things. Especially you young generation have come. Listen, who call interview? I just try to say, I train the tonada say, who do what happened here? I was a human intimate foul. But you don't respect yourself. How do you expect the company to respect you? Wear nice, decent. If you have beard, trim your beard before you go for interview. Hallelujah. If you make sure that your hair is not smelling before you appear before an interview. Disorganization. Because you can't even control your own self. 
your own self. Some of you, you bath once in three days. Three days. Every three days you bath once. You are disorganized. If you don't know, hallelujah. But the spirit of wisdom is entering somebody you from today. Do you remember the story of Joseph that I taught you? You'll be careful how to use your opportunities, your abundance wisely. Wisely. And you'll be counted as discreet and wise. Pharaoh said, that, Whom can we find who carries this wisdom apart from you? Because you are in this church from today in your office, when you start, the people will say that, Hey, Unyansa is different from Yeye Nyansa. See, because the crowd of the world, they don't have this wisdom of God we have. Anywhere you go and you manifest this wisdom we are teaching you, the people will see that you are a different person from us. And immediately, your boss will appoint you as a leader. Because you see that you have a certain knowledge that you, have, you got from the church that is helping you to do your things in the right way. And that is where God will make that you'll be chosen and say, you'll be in charge. You'll be in charge. You'll be in charge. When you see wrong thing going on in your office, report it. You say, we can't do this to our company. Man was employed us. We can't do this. Don't join them all. Tell them that we can't because you are a Hebrew. You don't tolerate sin. You don't tolerate wrong things. That is what will separate you from the rest and God will put you in charge of position. That's how people get prospered. But when you join the, the sinners that you want to find there, then what's the difference between you and the, uh, them who are sick? You, are not, you don't recognize that you are a Christian. Jo Joseph was conscious of his Hebrewness. He was a Hebrew. Many of us are not proud of our Christianity. But that is the spirit, the wisdom of God. The Bible says that God always remembers Israel, Israelite, his people of Israel. Once you are a child of God, God will remember you. God will be with you. But if you don't recognize that you are a Christian, you are a Hebrew, and you are different from Egyptian, and you behave like an Egyptian, God cannot help you. Because you have associated yourself from people who are against God instead of people who are for God. That's the Bible said that by faith, Moses, when he grew, he said, I am not a child of Pharaoh's daughter. I'd rather join the class of those who are suffering. Because they and their God can make a bigger difference than Pharaoh making a difference in my life. I pray for you from today that the spirit of wisdom of God, the frugal spirit of, 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 of serpents, from today, I've taken my time to teach you that short chapter, four weeks. Because I believe that when you can carry this spirit in you, if you can carry this spirit in you, like Joseph, you'll be outstanding everywhere you are. And I'm looking forward to all of you, my daughters and my sons, becoming outstanding everywhere you are. So that the riches of the land can be handed over unto you. That is why I declare you a blessed person. That's why I declare you a prosperous person. Because you have the spirit of God that separates you from the rest of the people.
May the Lord bless you and help you and establish you in Jesus' name. Amen. Lift up your hands, everybody. Pray to God and say, Lord, I surrender my life. Help me to recognize. Everybody say, Lord, help me to recognize my identity as a Hebrew, as a Christian. I carry a different spirit. I carry the spirit of God. I must make a difference everywhere I am. With the little I have, I will use it wisely and make a big difference between those who have with me, but they spend years. I will not spend mine. I will learn how to save. I will know how to prepare for the future. I will know how to improve my life. I will know how to organize my life. I will, learn, I will know how to choose the right people and make right choices in my life. Say, Lord, from today, let your spirit of wisdom fill me. The spirit that filled Joseph and made him unique and outstanding. Yes, may I speak to kings and speak to leaders and speak to presidents and speak to great people. I will not follow vain people. I will follow you and I will follow you only all the days of my life. Say thank you, Jesus, for giving me this wisdom. Now, as every head is bowed, every eye closed, say, Pastor, I want to walk in this wisdom of God. There are many things that God reveals only to spiritual people. Pharaoh could not understand, neither any of his magicians. But that small boy, his spirituality made him great. It is spirituality that makes a prosperous person. Your richness is linked to your spirituality. And so, as every head is bowed, every eye goes. Maybe you are still in your worldly character, but you want to transform to a spiritual person and become born again. Today, Jesus is calling you. As every head is bowed, every eye goes. Lift up your right hand. Say, Pastor, I'll give my life to Christ. Lift it up. God bless you. Lift it high above. Close your eyes. Nobody is seeing that. You have lifted up your hand. Everybody close it. Lift up your right hand. God bless you. Your right hand up. High above your head. God bless you. Now, if your hand is lifted up, please come. Come forward. I'm here. I'm waiting for you. I want to pray for you. Come. 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 Don't be shy. Boldly walk to God. Come. Come to Jesus. Come. Come to Jesus. God bless you. Keep coming. Keep coming. Please encourage them. Encourage them. Come. Come. Come to Jesus. The wisdom of God. Bible said that Jesus is the wisdom and the power of God. Come. Come to Jesus. Come. Come. Encourage them. Oh, encourage them to come. God bless you. 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 Come, sister, come. Come. God bless you. You are not too young to give your life to Christ. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Any more people here? Come. Wow. God bless you, sister. God bless you. We appreciate you. It's good to know God at this age. You'll be a great person as you grow. Hallelujah. I feel that there are three more people who are so standing there. God is touching you. He said, come and give your life to me. I'm going to change you. Say, follow me. I will make you. God, it is better God makes you than you make anybody make you. So come. Three people. I'm waiting for you. Come. 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 You are there. Come. Come. God bless you. 
God bless you. God bless you. Come. Come to Jesus. You want to renew your faith. You have backslided and you want to come back. Come. Come. I feel in my spirit. Come. God is calling you to change you. Come. Come to Jesus. Don't look at anybody and say, oh, is he a sinner? No. You are a sinner. You are the one I'm talking to. You are also a sinner. Come and give your life to Christ. Come and renew your faith. Your faith. Yes. Yes. Listen. Some of you, you have gone back. You are lost. But God wants to restore you. It's very important. You can feel in your spirit that you used to be somebody who was on fire for God. But you got so you left God. You have lost so much. You have lost so much. But God wants to restore you to whatever you have lost. I give you a minute. Come and join. God is pouring a new spirit. A new spirit. Come. Come. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Oh, clap for them. 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 Come. God bless you. God bless you for obeying the voice of God. Not me. I'm not the one to bring you. It's God. Now close your eyes. Everybody close your eyes. And bow down your head. Don't open your eyes, please. Everybody close your eyes. Bow down your head and close your eyes. And pray for yourself. Even though you haven't come here, you know in your heart that that the thing are coming. So pray for yourself. And those of you in front of me, say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for today. I've heard your voice. I've come to you. I acknowledge my sin. Please forgive me and wash me with your precious blood. From today, please change me. Give me a new heart. Put your new spirit into me and make me a true child of God. I've, I, I used to be a Christian, but I lost my identity. But today, I want a restoration. And Jesus, thank you that you are God of a second chance. Please take care of me and help me to love you, to follow you, to serve you all the days of my life. For I know the more I say the better my life becomes. Thank you for answering my prayer. In Jesus' name. I believe you were blessed by the message. Do visit us this and every Sunday at AJ Hotel and Suits at Jeringham at 8.30 a.m. and on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. God bless you.